All right, welcome to Reality Rundown, episode 27, where we will be recapping tonight's veto episode of Big Brother All-Stars. I'm your host, Connor Nelson, along with my co-host, Christian Holman. How you doing tonight? Doing all right. It was uh, a rather un- uneventful episode, so... I thought yesterday's, I thought yesterday, or Monday's episode would be the shortest we've ever done. This one is definitely going to be the shortest. Yeah, I mean, it was tough to get through. <laughs> I, I wasn't falling asleep on the broad side, so... We, we, we've come a long way from Monday, <laughs> but it was also a little while earlier, so we'll see yeah. what happens. It, it was tough. Either way, if you guys are watching on YouTube and you like the podcast, leave a like for us. It really helps out. If you have any suggestions for us, leave it in the comments. And if you want to subscribe with notifications on, it will let you know when we post so you're never behind. If you want to watch us record these live, we go live at twitch.tv slash reality rundown after every single episode. You can catch us there. Leave a follow there and like YouTube. It, it will send you a notification when we go live so you don't miss out. Um, but yeah, tonight's episode, I'm going to be honest, it was brutal. It was it was hard to watch. Really, like, I, they are struggling to even find stuff to put in for, like, just filler. Like, they don't even have filler to put in. It's just, like, it, it, it's bad. It's so bad. Yeah, there's so little going on in the episodes right now that, that they literally can't do anything for the episode. Like, there's nothing happening. There's I, I, very little gameplay because it's so dominated by one side, and everyone's everyone's minds basically already made up as to what they're going to do for everything. Yeah, and I think and, their minds were made up even before the season started of what they were going to do with the whole. Season. Yeah, there was there was honestly <laughs> the, the the worst thing about having all stars this year was everyone knew each other, and with that being the case, they literally all, like, already talked, and they all knew that who was going to be on there, because they talked about it. They all had they their phones, they, they had their phones in, in sequester, so it's like, I don't know, it, it's tough. Yeah, it didn't, it, take, it didn't take much to figure it out. Either way, but like, even like, at the end of this Towards the end of this episode, I was thinking, like, they should have... Like, I'm glad there's Big Brother. I'm glad we're watching the show. I'm glad we could start this podcast. But, like, at this point, I kind of wish they would have just, like, been like, let's scrap the year. I know it's a huge money... Like, a huge money grab for them. Like, they needed this for probably a lot of people's salaries. But it's to the point where I wish they would have just been like, let's just take the year off. Let's reevaluate the entire show and come up with some good ways to like mix it up next year or like just do something to where they had time to figure something new out because the way it's currently going and is it, it's not just this season, even 21, uh, let's say 20 was an all right season. It was probably the best in the recent years, but it, it's just been tough to watch. Yeah. They, they uh, they're not putting as much. They're, maybe they're putting too much thought. There's either too much or not enough thought going into a lot of what's happening on the show. So they. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any middle ground here. It's either like they're way too much, think like oh, way way overthinking it, or they're just like it's been working for twenty something years. Just let's throw it out there, and people are gonna watch it no matter what. I don't yeah. know. But you know, it, it's still a great show. I love the show. But you know, I just want to see some. I just want, I want to, like, whenever it hits Wednesday night for the veto, I want to be excited to watch the episode and not be like, crap, I have to watch Big Brother tonight. Like, that's how I currently feel. It's like, this is like a chore almost that I have to watch it when I want to be excited to watch and see. This season, where this season is just so predictable. Yeah. 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 I I, I wish that they, something that I'd like to see maybe, 
is I used to hate the Big Brother twists. I used to hate the fact that there were twists in the game. Mm-hmm. But at this point, l- give us some twists that literally just a new twist every week. Or, you know, maybe not that, but just things <laughs> that really mess up the game. Just like... You- G- give Paul three weeks of safety or whatever it was. Yeah, g- Four give weeks everyone of safety. three weeks just of get- safety <laughs> and then do nine <laughs> triple evictions. Uh, yeah, it, it's... Either way, it, we are... We're here. It... There's still a show. There's still a season. There's less than 20 days left, so it's almost over, which it does suck, but I am excited for Survivor. Uh, I mean, it shows like that where it's not going to be returning players, and it does make you appreciate rookie players, like players that have never played, brand new people. It makes you appreciate a lot more where there hasn't been an all-star since season seven. They bring it back, and it kind of flops. Yeah, which so. it really shocked me, the, uh, the appreciation for the rookies, honestly. Yeah, and I I think this is what it was going to take for people to have appreciation for rookies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. E- either way, this, this episode, it basically starts right after nominations. Tyler knows that he is in trouble unless he comes off the block this week, which there's a very low chance unless he wins the veto. He's going to try to, to sway some people and try to get them to, to win the veto and pull him off, but in reality, he knows that no matter what, if he doesn't win it, he's in trouble. Yeah, I mean— Honestly, at this point, like they're both in trouble. Like n- neither one can know can feel safe. Neither one should feel safe. Yeah, it's a toss of us who's going to go home. They, uh, as the, as Chris has said many times in the episode and last episode, they took a shot, they missed. Well, yeah, you're right, and that's what happens. So don't feel safe. You're on the block. No one's on your side. You, Christmas kind of has Memphis a little bit on her side, but yeah, I, no, she definitely has. She definitely has Memphis. Uh, but right after this, Memphis is talking like, I'm 100% wanting Tyler out of this house. He knows that him and Christmas have this final three. He wants Christmas in the game because he knows Christmas is going to go after people that's not him because he has Christmas. So he, he's going to do everything he can to get Tyler out this week. Yeah. Which is the right move for for him. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. For him. I don't think it's the right move for the rest of the house, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um. Cody and Nicole talk, and Cody is telling her that he is 55% wanting to keep Tyler in the house. And uh, he, he said Christmas is too closely tied with Memphis that uh, really either option, could, it could go either way. He, he doesn't really have a preference other than he knows that Christmas and Memphis are together. Yeah, which, I mean, that's it's relatively fair, but in all honesty, he does have a preference at that case. He just can't tell Nicole... The yeah. reasoning for his preference at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. There really wasn't much else to this talk. Again, a lot of these talks they've shown this episode. It was like, what do you even say about the the talk they had? Like, I, I literally just wrote down like Enzo and Tyler talk because w- what can you say about what they talked about? It's like they they literally gave you what they had, and what they had was basically nothing. <laughs> yeah, they uh. Like the, the Nicole-Cody uh, t- conversation right there. only thing we can do is we can infer the fact that he didn't want to tell Nicole because or he told Nicole that he's leaning Christmas to plant the seed of Christmas needs to go, but he didn't tell her the fact that he wants Christmas out because he has a final three, and so it's Christmas yeah. with Memphis and Enzo. So he's got to know, like, he's, he's trying to make some game moves, which, I mean, honestly, it's a good move. It really is to do that, getting – your alliance and you said and thing is Memphis can't be mad at him for it but he would so be it, I don't think he would he would be but 
He would be if Christmas goes this week and they don't tell Memphis and they blindside Memphis. Memphis will be mad. Oh yeah, if they blindside him, that's one thing. Like, but but I think even if they told him, like, let's say today they're like, "Hey, Memphis, we're keeping Tyler." He would be. He wouldn't be happy. He wouldn't show it. He wouldn't show it to him. But he wouldn't be happy. He he would he would probably be like the one time like I want to keep somebody like he's been saying the whole season basically when something's not really going his way he's like the one time I want something from the alliance the one time I want something from the people I'm working with if there's some like all of a sudden a problem that's I think how he would react well and then what you say to him is guess what Memphis you haven't talked to us in two of your HOHs haven't told us anything you're gonna do so so sorry that one thing's not gonna go your way yeah 100% um Tyler and Christmas talk, and they're just like, there's still a small chance that we can both stay. One of us have to win the veto, and we've got to get someone else up there and then go to work. But there, there's not a, there's not a large chance here, but we got to still hold hope that both of us can stay this week. But in reality, there's a 0% chance both of them are going to stay this week. Yeah, there's... Especially at this point, we know Cody didn't use the veto. So, 0% chance, one's going home. Well, even, let's say one of them... Let's say one of them did win the veto. It doesn't matter. Not, like, whoever goes up as the pawn is staying. Well, there was one situation where one of them possibly could have stayed, and that would have been Memphis does win veto, pulls Christmas off. He has to replace with either Nicole or Enzo. Then they could put a two-person vote on them, but they would have have to actually talk about things like that, make, a little, make some plans. I don't even know if you can hear me. But they'd have to make some plans and actually – Schedule something where it's not just lying, which is the only thing Tyler wants to do. To try to get people on his side is a lot of people. So, and, and Christmas, the only thing she wants to do is cry. Yeah. So. Yeah. Throw a pity party. She's pulling the uh, Nicole, the classic Nicole. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly I'm over this week, but uh, <laughs> like I said, I have here Nicole and Enzo talk. I can't tell you one thing they said. I'm gonna be completely honest. Nicole and Enzo talk. No, I got nothing. I can't. I can't tell you literally one word they said. Yeah, I mean, we could probably just skip that segment. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like this whole episode is basically this. Like they show like thirty well, second clips of conversations really that are of, like. The episode was really a lot of Enzo. People talking to Enzo as if he is part on their side, and Enzo. Just and that like, Enzo doesn't know what's I'm going on when in reality he he's got yeah. it all. It, it, this this episode really highlighted how well liked Enzo is to most people and the fact that people even even whenever he burned them they're still trying to get him on this their side yeah so it, it shows Enzo's playing played a really solid game but at the same time it's also showing a bit where he could potentially start seeing some cracks in the armor yeah with Christmas yeah. being like I don't trust him now but it, it really showed that Enzo's played a pretty good game Tyler, it shows Tyler. Well, same. I, I'm, I think with Enzo too, where he went wrong in this whole um, vote flip and him not going with them is if he knew he wasn't going to do it, he should have just been honest and straight up been like, listen, I, we got to keep Nicole here. We don't need to ruffle the feathers. Like, I'm not voting that way. Because now I feel like where he did, he did this, where he made them feel like fools, he duped them, he made it seem like he was going to do it and then didn't, that's two votes right there that's going to the jury that let's say like that's the one thing that keeps them from voting for you. That's two votes you're not getting, let's say. Like it, it might not be 100%. They still might vote for him. But still, like why it, it wasn't necessary, I don't, I don't think, in my opinion. Well, you know, I, th- I think it, I still think it's a good move to do that, for him to do that. Because what it does is it may, it creates an enemy in the house. True, but let's he was saved no matter what. 
No, but it creates more uncertainty in the house. It mm. gives him something to say, here, look what I did. I True. really contributed to them going out of the house. I duped them. Hey, guys, half of you guys hate Christmas. The other half hates Tyler. Some of you guys are coming on top of each other and believing that. And then people in the house have trouble with you guys. So you guys are probably going to like me for the fact that I duped them. This is how good of a player I am. Yeah. Everyone trusts I me. I do still feel like it's a gamble. Like it could go, it could go that way, and they could see it that way. But I also think it could go the other way. Who knows? Absolutely. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So um, I don't know. I just feel like he he could have even like told them that, and then go to Nicole afterwards and be like, Nicole, they tried to flip me. They did their best. I, I didn't do it. I told them I wasn't going to do it. I've got you. And I think she would have taken it the same way because she didn't like them to begin with. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Um. Enzo and Tyler talk, and um, Tyler's talking to he, – he's going into this thinking, like, my only shot here is I win the veto, or I might be able to reel Enzo in enough to, if he wins, use it on me. So his strategy here is to out the committee to Enzo, thinking that Enzo doesn't already know, which – I mean, I guess, like, at this point, you're, you're holding on to anything you can hold on to. So he, he outs it to him and says that – the, the committee, the six, were supposed to get to final six together, and that Enzo during the triple was supposed to go. But he had other plans. He kept Enzo safe. And if something happens and Ty- or someone gets pulled off the block, Enzo's going up because Cody wants Enzo out, which <laughs> it's the complete opposite. Yeah, psych. Um, where, where Cody messed up there is he's telling Enzo that Enzo is the target. If he's just being honest with him, telling him the truth, which – Tyler is lying so poorly yeah. right now because he last season he played with a bunch of idiots. This yeah. season he's playing with a bunch of really good players and people talk about. But and, and the issue here is he's got to know that Cody and Enzo are close. They're inseparable. They're they're always together. They're like even if you have the slightest thing, like slightest hint of they're probably super close. They probably got a final two. They probably tell each other everything. You don't tell them at that point because. He's gonna go right back to him. It just that yeah. and, didn't and, make sense and, and at him all. And telling him that could be what actually kicks him out of the house. Yeah, yeah. Because this is where things start to turn. Um, then we get the uh, Christmas and Cody talk. Where again, this was another thing. Like, what did we get out of this? Literally, she walks in, immediately starts crying, and that's basically all we get is just her crying and him sitting there like, "Why are you even up here?" Yeah, it was her crying. Cody being like, "Crying is not gonna get you anywhere." But feeling bad for her being like, sorry that I've made you cry. He's it's literally not sorry he's, that I did it. It's sorry that I hurt your feelings. He's visibly like annoyed that she is up there crying doing this. Like he's just like, Why why is this happening? She literally doesn't really say anything other than just like, I'm not gonna take this personal. This is a game and then just continues to cry. So Yeah, that's all we got. And then her talking about I shouldn't be crying. Look how fat my face is when I do a short <laughs> It was funny. But yeah. Oh man. Um Memphis and Christmas now talk, and Christmas is like, let's just say worst case scenario, Tyler comes down. What are the odds you or Enzo go up? And he's like, probably 50-50. When in re- like, Memphis thinks that he is 100% good with Cody. They, Cody and him are definitely a final two. He doesn't have to worry a bit. When in reality, like, Cody's taking Enzo 100% of the time. Yeah. Enzo, Enzo thinks, or Cody thinks, uh, Memphis, Memphis thinks <laughs> yeah. that... Him and Cody are apparently super tight. He, Memphis really feels that he's running this game when 
he's just he, he's literally just a piece on the on the board. He's he's not the he's not running the game. No. And he, he thinks he is, no. which he might and, be able to make a case for it. And here but, he, here's what's gonna screw him at the end if he, he he's got a chance to win this thing. But the problem is, is I think he thinks he is so tight with Cody that he's not going to take that shot, and that's what's going to end up killing his game, and he's going to go home. Because I think if next week he wins HOH, he takes that shot at Cody, he wins this thing. But I don't think he's going to do it. Yeah, I think I think if he if he takes Cody out of the game, there is a very good chance he wins. But he's going to take Cody, and Cody's going to take Enzo out of the final two. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's... It's a blunder, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, the, I, I, I literally the next thing I had was Memphis thinks he's 100% safe, which he does. Um, yeah. Tyler, uh, no, we already talked about that. Now we get to the veto. Again, this episode, that's all we got basically was what we just talked about, which is virtually nothing. We get really no, I mean, a little campaigning both ways, but to be honest, not much in what campaigning was done really hurt both people, so we're kind of in the same situation we were in, and I think tomorrow we'll get the really where, I don't even think there was much campaigning, but when the people that are voting and Cody all talk and decide who the, who's going to go, but uh, the campaigning that was done tonight really didn't help anybody at all. No, the campaigning was horrible. Horrible. Which again, it just shows that like, it, Christmas this season, she got drugged to the end, she didn't have, she was never on the block where she had to fight for it. Tyler, controlled his season, never had any problems, never had any like adversity come his way. So now that they're in these situations, they don't know how to act. They don't know what to do because they've never been put in these situations. Yeah, which is honestly how every single person that's left in the house has been. Nicole is the only person who at times has not been in control of her games. Yeah. But Cody controlled the entire game with, with uh, Derek. Memphis yeah. controlled a lot of the game with uh, Dan. Um, who else is in the house? Enzo, Enzo the entire had the, the yeah made the brigade and got drug all the way to well not drug but they they went all the way to the end and got clipped because they all had sub pieces and he was left to drop but for the most part he did control that game yeah and same thing Tyler Christmas they were Christmas in, in a lot of the decisions but Christmas really didn't have control of the game she, she was didn't have control but she was in but she was, she was in the with the people that did have the control. So yeah. she got to the certain point to where, at the end, she gets clipped because it was all they needed her for. Yep. So. And uh, you literally, Nicole's the only person who's. N- Nicole is a hard worker in the game. She works socially, really yeah. Hard in the game. Socially, yeah. Socially, hundred percent. But she but... sucks at comps and is very quick to panic. Paranoid. She's very paranoid. Very quick to get on my nerves. Yeah. Like she. she <laughs> Nicole is very reactionary in the game, while and Christmas is also pretty reactionary. While, but Christmas does really plan a lot of things, while the everyone else in the house they are more productive or proactive, and they I don't think I think they would all handle it really poorly if they're in a bad situation on the block. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I would love to see Cody, let's say Cody and Enzo were up on the block together this week. How that would, like, how they both would react. It would be much better. It would make the season a lot better just to see that component as opposed to what we're seeing now. Because yeah. I think they both would just explode and not know what to do. Yeah. But, um, either way, we get to the veto. It is um, 
Each person goes out one by one. They have a bunch of pictures. They put them on an easel, and they have to spot the differences in the pictures and line them up from like the beginning to the end based off the pictures. And um, so, yeah, I, again, I basically just zoned out during this. Like, there's, it's a 15 minute segment of just nothing. Yeah, the, the, the comp. I actually did like the comp. I didn't, but it um. It was def- I think it was a- I think it was in hard, especially the the directions were not super clear on it. Mm-mm. They just said put these in chronological order. Yeah. So, it it was an interesting comp. It was a little shocking seeing Tyler timeout Enzo. I think. Fig- I mean, it didn't really surprise me too much. Enzo timing out. Nicole coming in second place, and then Cody blowing it out of the water. Yeah, yeah. So, so blew it out of the water. The times were uh, Christmas had twelve minutes four seconds. Which when you when you get first on that board, you just got to be like, you got to be kidding me. Like, well, the, you, the first person on the board can win. They, they, I'm pretty sure they put it up on the, in the order of the people who win. Do they? I think so, but I can't say for certain. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't pay attention, but that that would make sense, I guess. But uh, so she had 12 minutes. Enzo timed out. Tyler timed out. Yeah, like like you said, that was like super shocking that he timed out. Like you, you this is your life in the game and. You time out. Yeah, and give yourself a chance. Yep. Uh, Cody, four minutes and fifty-seven seconds. It's kind of crazy. Which again, yeah. shot like he's he's good. Yeah, and they've painted Cody to be really dumb. Cody's not dumb. He no. might not be like the most polished and like being like in terms of like talking and maybe even educated. But he's he's extremely smart. He's a yeah. smart dude. He wouldn't be winning all these comps if he wasn't, because they're not all like no physical he, competitions. He have ran the house two years in a row. Yeah. Or two seasons in a row. Well, I, I mean, his 16, his, his Derek. Season, Derek did a, a He, he got Cody, lucky that Derek picked yeah, him. He, definitely. But Cody also did a lot of the running in the house too. Like, it, it really highlighted Derek, how good of a Derek, how player Derek was, because Derek also controlled Cody. But Cody did a lot of work in terms of, like, socially with the Well, women. yeah, you, you have to, definitely. But he, he wooed a lot of the women. Even a married woman. <laughs> exactly, especially a married woman. But, yeah, it was a uh, – Cody's a smart guy, even though he might not be the most polished on the books. I agree. I agree. Um, so, yeah, 4 minutes, 50 seconds for Cody. Nicole, 7 minutes, 11 seconds. So she was close, and then Memphis was 8 minutes and 16 seconds. So, again, Cody wins veto, and this episode just continues to get worse. Yeah, I laughed so hard, though, whenever – Christmas is the last one that they show compete, and the last thing she says is, "Man, I did such a good job. I cannot think of any possible way I could have gone faster." Yeah, and I, then she's everyone who completed it beat her. It's like you you weren't even close. You weren't even close. As soon as soon as it ends, or maybe it's like right when she's going, it's in the dr, and she she's talking about how she's a competition beast, and it's like, where do you get this from? Like. Yeah, that blew my mind. Like, she hasn't won many comps. Not only that, the ones she won on her season were literally handed to her. She did nothing. They they literally threw them and said, Christmas, we're throwing this for you. You're winning. She That's what they did, and she won. And won a race. That's what I'm saying. Like, she, yeah. it's not like she's out here, like, winning the comps. I think she's won a, safe, like a safety suite. She won a power, which was luck. Won a, did she win an HOH? Yeah, she won a triple. Won HOH. 
Triple no, no, H, it wasn't Triple Eviction. She won Triple Eviction. She won a yeah, veto. She won, she won veto. Oh, yeah, she won. Yeah, so she won a But either, either way, she's not a comp beast, like, by any, no. any means. No, she, she's not horrible at comps. She's not bad at comps. She's better than she, Nicole. She's not, like, <laughs> the best competitor in the house. And and that's your comp beast. Your comp beast are the people who are the best competitors in the house. Yep. Yeah. But she, she is a good competitor. I wouldn't call her a comp beast. I would call her a good competitor. Like, sure. Janelle, comp beast. Christmas, good competitor. I agree with that. Um, so yeah, the competition ends. Cody wins. Enzo and Christmas talk, and she's just like, "Listen, I, I play straightforward. I've got you. Like, it, Tyler is very shady. He's got all these, it's all this stuff going on. You can trust me." And again, it's just more of just basically throwing Tyler under the bus to help her. Um, I don't think this is the right campaigning to do at this point. But, whatever. Let them do what they want. Yeah, I, I don't think the strategy of, of, of saying the other person's bad is a horrible strategy. I think Tyler, at the very end of the episode, well, makes a good, has a good campaign strategy. And being like, you know, Cody, you're probably going on the block next if it's if, I, if, I'm, if I'm out of here. I, I think I that was probably pretty decent. Going for logic instead of like... Because everybody knows at this point that Tyler and Christmas are super close. They have a final two. Everybody knows it. So, the thing with like... Throwing the other one under the bus is just shows that like you have no loyalty. That yep, yep. Let, let's say you're you're promising the world to this person, it's not gonna hold any weight because you you're literally throwing away your or throwing like putting the person you're throwing the person that you're closest to in the house under the bus. What are you gonna do for me? Like you're gonna yeah. you're gonna do worse for to me. So I think that's the only reason that I think that's not a good strategy. Yep, definitely. And, um, and honestly, that's kind of like the Dan strategy in his first season. Where he didn't really campaign against the person, his number one guy. He didn't vote to victim, and that's what carried him to the end. Was everyone's like, he's a loyal guy. He's a loyal I, guy, yeah. Brian, Brian, man. He I, honestly, when that season started, you have to think like Brian's a front runner. Are you kidding me? He's he's controlling everything. He's doing great, and then all of a sudden, he went from like three and four three or four level of play style to ten like the absolute max and it, it screwed him he was out that week it was unbelievable yep. the turn of, of Brian in that season yeah um, and then just being loyal being loyal to that pe- the people the people everyone knows you're loyal to don't backstab them no you, you because again when you go to the next person and try to like get without, in good with without them without good reason at least without good reason at least I should say that yeah true I mean if something like happens or like you know something tr- major, sure. Yeah. But don't just be like he's shady. I uh, I wasn't able to work with him. Like clearly, you guys were something. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't agree with it. But yeah, it, like you said. Um. Well, before Tyler goes and talks to Cody, Enzo comes up there and tells Cody that Tyler did tell him about the committee and told him that Tyler tried to pin it how Cody is coming after Enzo and wants Enzo out. When in reality, come on, it's. Yeah, bad move there. But uh, he does tell him this. So then after this, Cody, or Tyler goes up and talks to Cody, and like you said, he he's very logical here in like saying, if I go home, you're I mean you have you or Enzo have to win because if not, you're going on the block and you're more than likely going home. Memphis is never gonna go after Christmas. Christmas is never gonna go after Memphis. Nicole is not gonna win, so it's basically up to Enzo. Which yep. it's true, like that's one hundred percent true. And if you look at and and what he says also is, look who's won comps. Enzo's won one, maybe two comps. 
He's won. Christmas he's won a few. Won, I think he's won two comps. Maybe. Christmas has won, and, and the ones Enzo hasn't won, he's been in last place in all of them. Uh, Christmas has. Well, and also won. Enzo's completely throwing everything because he knows he's safe. So even if let's say yeah. next week he needs to win to keep Cody safe. There's still a good chance he throws it just because, like, I'm good no matter what. So there's really no yep. reason for me to get more blood on my hands or any blood on my hands when I don't need to. Yep. And then but you can keep going. Memphis, who's won four comps, five comps. Christmas, who's won three comps. Enzo, who's won one or two. Yeah. So it's like, based off the records, you're going home. If, if, if you're I'm si- not in this house to go home. If you're or sitting there and you're Cody, you, like, logically, like, even if – this is your chance to get Tyler, and I know Tyler's a great player. You have to sit there and think, Christmas is 100% going to put me up no matter what. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm going on the block. Tyler, yeah, there's a chance he takes that shot. There's a chance he puts me up. There's a chance he says, you put me up, I put you up. But at least there's that chance that he doesn't as opposed to the 100% side of Christmas. And Christmas could win next week. You don't know. She's going up against Memphis, Enzo, Nicole, and her. If it's an endurance comp, I think Christmas wins easy. Definitely. So, I, again, I just don't see the logic behind keeping Christmas here if you're Cody or pushing for Christmas to stay because it's just it's not the right move for him. It might be the right move for Memphis, but not the right move for him. And in all honesty, I think Tyler would probably still go after him. I think Tyler would put up Nicole and Cody next week if he does win. Maybe. Maybe. And I, th- I think, I think um, Christmas would do the exact same thing. I hope. I, I I hate Christmas. I don't want Christmas. I'm for I'm for Memphis. I, Memphis is my preseason pick. I hope Memphis wins. But for next week, I hope Christmas wins. Just to give yeah. me something like make me excited for something because at this point it's just like let's just put it on autopilot, get to the end, and wait for the next reality show to come on. Because mm-hmm. it's basically how I feel right now, which is sad, but this is where we're at. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that, that's about it from the episode. We get to the veto meeting. He clearly doesn't use it. There's no reason for him to use it. Um, but yeah, I, at this point, it's from the episode, it's 50-50. Tomorrow it's going to show it, things start to, to sway one-sided. But I don't think it's 100% locked at this point. It, it, there's still a chance that the other person does stay. I'm not going to say who until tomorrow. But it it could get interesting tomorrow. But if we're being honest... It's going to be the same old crap. We're not going to see anything crazy. And we're going to be sitting here talking about how boring this season is. This has been a great season. I love this season. <laughs> I, I really just hope this off season they really just evaluate everything. They go through it and they revamp the entire show. I know yeah. it's unlikely, but we'll see. You have any Agreed. other thoughts? Any other thoughts? Um, my heart and mind is clear. <laughs> All right, guys, if you guys are watching on YouTube and you like the podcast, even though this season sucks, <laughs> leave a like for us. If you have any suggestions on what you guys would like to hear, if something we'd like to talk about, leave it in the comments and subscribe with notifications on. You'll, you'll know when we post so you're not behind. If you want to watch us record these live, we go live at twitch.tv slash reality rundown. You can catch us there. Leave a follow there as well, and it will let you know when we go live so you don't miss anything. Other than that, that's all we got for tonight. We will be back tomorrow night right after the episode. We'll see who goes home and who gets power, maybe. I'm not sure. It depends on what kind of comp it is. But we should see who gets power. And 
then we will see who's in the is it final five sure i think it's final five so yeah we're winding down we are almost done with the season so we will see you then appreciate it peace